Thank you. Yeah, what's happening in the world right now is just uh, it's beyond sad. You know, it's 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 happening in this. It's the city that I grew up in is surrounded. Um, you know, people are. I would never have thought that this could happen in modern times. I heard, you know, my 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 grandparents, my parents uh, were like were almost like you know toddlers, a little bit more than that. When the war started, when World War II started, I could never think that uh, anybody would ever have to be evacuated uh, from um, from moderns world uh, that lived through World War II. I mean, that Europe lived through that. Welcome to the Whole Student Podcast with Cal Balavan. Whole Student refers to the magical moment when a student is fully seen, heard, and known. This is the spark of a relationship between student and teacher, where the former is catalyzed on a journey beyond what they thought possible, and the latter is a proud advisor cheering from the sidelines. The Whole Student Podcast asks guests to reflect back to their moment, the person who became a transformative teacher in their lives, and on the journey they were set upon. Our guest today is Kira McAgon. Kira McAgon is a successful serial entrepreneur and technology industry leader, a graduate of UC Berkeley, go Bears, and computer science and Haas Business School. She enjoys sharing the lessons she's learned from being the only woman in the room. Kira is a role model for young women, especially encouraging them to aim for leadership roles in the technology industry. She got her own start as the only child of Ukrainian Jewish immigrants who landed in San Francisco when she was a teenager. She's an avid writer and speaker, works with numerous entrepreneurs and advisor to early stage companies and serves on the board of Calix. Currently, she's a chief of innovation at Ring Central. Kira leads product, engineering, and operations employees spread across four continents. Before Ring Central, she co-founded several technology companies has also participated in two successful IPOs, Scopus and Ring Central. Kira's honors and awards include 2015 and 2016 Most Influential Women in Business by the San Francisco Business Times, the 2016 Silver Stevie Award for Female Executive of the Year, 2018 Innovation Award for Team Collaboration by Aragon Research, 2018 San Francisco Business Times Forever Influential Honor Roll, 2019. Women, Words, Women World Awards Gold Winner for Excellence in Industry and 2020 Silver Stevie Award for the Most Innovative Woman of the Year Technology. Kira lives in Silicon Valley, enjoys skiing, snowboarding, and long walks with her husband in her free time. It is my great pleasure to introduce Kira to the Whole Student Podcast. Welcome, Kira. Thank you, Cal. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for, thank you for being our guest. And I hope that intro did justice. There was a lot there. I had to I had to bring it down. Yeah. Uh, look, uh, I'm honored and um, humbled, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's uh, often I, you know, when I talk about myself, I say when you get the news, you know, a lot of it is uh, marketing. Uh, so, yeah. you know, yeah. I'll let our organization, our marketing take, um, take the, the uh, credit <laughs> for, uh, for, for um, um, a lot that they let me do um, out yeah. there. Uh, and, and support me in that. That's awesome. Well, Kira, um, I'm going to start you off with the first question. And the first question is, if you were to describe yourself as a student, what words would you use and really take us back to you as a student so we can start to envision and picture who you were? 
Uh, that was a long time ago. <laughs> uh, that's a it's a actually a question that I was never asked before. What was what was it like to be a student? I I will tell you that as a student, I really wanted to excel. That was I was um, I was really determined to um, to to get all A's or to get as many A's as possible. Uh, right. And uh, that was a uh, that was really um, especially in disciplines that I liked, which was math and. Uh, mm. Um, math really was sort of the, the, the top discipline and then um, mm. actually not science um, but um, uh, things right. like um, I enjoy things like philosophy languages, uh, business when in college uh, yeah. so my major obviously and um, that drive is probably was instilled in me by my parents because if I brought home anything but an A, I, I my my mother and father would not be really happy. So Got it. I think a lot of it was actually plainly out of fear that <laughs> <laughs> I would be grounded if I didn't, you know, if I didn't have uh, all A's or if I had wow. God forbid a B um, wow. in something. Um, and uh, in Ukraine, where I grew up, it's the same. It's A B. It's the same grading system, but it's just yeah. five four. It's it's just the Got instead it. of an A, you get a five. You know, it's a, the, so you had to get you had to bring home all fives. All fives, I think exactly. I had to bring home <laughs> all fives, and uh, yeah. it's uh, it kind of trained me to be. Um, I learned. I learned how to uh, how to want to be uh, really good at, at, at things that I studied. And mm -hmm. how to make sure that I was well prepared. I think that the, the really the best thing out of, of, of this drive for A's um, was was that uh, that it taught me how to be thorough, how to be well prepared. Mm -hmm. Because studying sense. is in itself just to get an A is 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 sort of whatever you know that's yeah. meaningless I think in many ways. Mm -hmm. uh, but if you learn when that process how to uh, learn and, and how to absorb information and how to mm -hmm. make it useful and how to build upon that, uh, mm. which is, are the things you have to do to actually do really well because it takes repetitive uh, um, uh, skills. It, like you have to, it takes, like you, you shouldn't be learning every time because if you are, mm -hmm, you, won't, mm -hmm, you won't be able to, to um, uh, keep up right. regardless of, of where you are. So that, that, and, and prioritize. And then the other thing that it taught me is how to prioritize, how to basically say no. Because if mm. I had to study for a test uh, or write a paper um, and, you know, going back to being even kind of in, in lower school, you, mm. you have to prioritize. And that prioritization, that sacrifice that you that you consciously make, because you really won't have, to, you, it's not enough for your parents to push you because uh, mm -hmm. you can be locked up in your room, you know, well, in my day, you could really watch anything on your iPhone, but now yeah. you can't. But I, you know, you could read a book. I could do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Couldn't play video games back then. But that's right. Could, that's right. Uh, oh, you do something. You know, draw right. or whatever. Whatever is your fancy. Yeah. If, you, if you're sitting in your room, that's you mm -hmm. know where I grew up. That, that is, if you had your own room. Mm -hmm. But really, wow. it's about uh, making those choices. And as a student. Uh, the way that I would describe myself is I was very much uh, uh, focused on making sure that I did the work. 
Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean I always got all A's. I I made sure I did the work, and when I didn't do the when I didn't get an A, I would go and try to figure out what mm. isn't that I didn't do, like right. what could I have done better, and all those skills wow. uh, really um, helped me down the road in my life. And then, kind of the the third thing I would uh, I would describe myself as a student would be, I tried to like. There are different ways of learning how to excel and how to be a leader. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I not only wanted to get all A's, I really also wanted to lead like I was the president of my class early on. And, yeah. and, but my, and, and my style in leading wasn't that of leaving others behind. It was that of bringing them with me. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't really ever for me just about me getting an A and then my friend, you know, getting a B. Uh, it was about collaborating uh, collaboration and sort mm-hmm. of in modern terms i would say winning together uh, but yeah. i really tried to go out of my way to help my friends to do well and they would i kind of expected them to do the same and i yeah. think much of uh, my formative years uh, is were were was people who kind of self-selected to behave that way and mm-hmm. schools weren't mm-hmm. nearly as competitive as they are right now yeah so fair it was enough. easier uh, but those are the things that I would I would uh, describe myself as a student. Mm-hmm. And the final thing is, in addition to doing all this and having to prioritize, I really wanted to be an athlete. I really didn't want to be oh. in 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 academia as much. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I didn't like my best. My best reward was the fact that I could go and like yeah. ice skate um, in in oh. in my free time. That's why, <laughs> like, the hard work for me was the payoff to go do to like do some sports got it wow well thank you for that that picture i really can visualize it um could you take us to the moment where you felt seen heard and known by that teacher in your life uh set the stage for us tell us who the teacher was and and you know take us to that moment really yeah that's a, that, i mean that's a, that's also a great question you're asking us some questions that i've never been asked before <laughs> um so interestingly enough in my lower school when i was still in ukraine and mm-hmm. i did well in school and i was the president of the class etc mm-hmm. but i was jewish and being jewish there was clear discrimination which is ultimately mm-hmm. why my parents left uh, ukraine uh, odessa mm-hmm. and 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 decided to come to United States. Mm-hmm. And um, and even though I'm blonde, my last name is not exactly Jewish. Um, I, you know, I didn't, you know, I, I we weren't practicing Jews in any way. You know, Russia was not, uh, or, or Ukraine, really, not Soviet Union right. at the time. Right. Uh, right. In Ukraine, weren't really, um, there was no religious uh, practices whatsoever. But still, uh, the fact that you were Jewish by ethnicity was something mm-hmm. that you had to deal with. Yeah, so the teacher was my physical education teacher, and um, it was in lower school, and I still remember. And the reason he was so uh, uh, so formative for me in the way that uh, uh, he influenced me was not because I did really well in physical education, which I did because mm-hmm. I loved it. It wasn't about the yeah. grade as pass-fail. It was because I actually enjoyed uh, physical um, exercise and activity. Uh, like mm-hmm. running, jumping, whatever it is that we did. Yeah. It was because he helped me deal with some of the things that I had to deal with by virtue of being Jewish and de- living in the, in the, in, in the Soviet Union and uh, Ukraine at that time, 
where mm -hmm. uh, there was discrimination against Jews, even kids. And even though I, my last mm -hmm. name is not really Jewish, my hair mm -hmm. is blonde, you know, mm -hmm. but it was it, the fact that you were Jewish was actually, it, it was part of your, um, uh, like, um, list of students had their their ethnicity neck next to them wow so um so if you ended up having a teacher who was biased then you had to deal with it and i ended up having a teacher who was biased and that mm -hmm. uh, was uh, really difficult for me because i wasn't getting an award that i was supposed to get there's other mm -hmm. situations and i was kind of getting really um uh, upset about that and as a child mm -hmm. that could really uh make you behave in, in a way that uh, 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 conditions you to be uh, to to become either defensive or mm -hmm. uh, perpetually sort of have a chip on your shoulder mm -hmm. so he basically he helped he said look there are going to be other situations in life or somebody's mm -hmm. not going to like you okay mm -hmm. maybe when you go to work your boss is not going to like you, you might up mm -hmm. with that you know you might have peers you might have students who don't like you in older grades where it gets more competitive Mm -hmm. uh, uh, there may be different situations where you will have to overcome adversity, and this was like way before I had to work in in, in an industry. End up, or they have to work. End up in an industry was yeah. all yeah. all men, right? Right, um, right. At least when I started. And right. so what he said is, don't let it get to you. Uh, well, ignore it. Uh, so okay, you don't get this award. You get the next award. Maybe you won't get even the next award. You still stay who you are, yeah. uh, and uh, you keep the course. You stay focused. You yeah. keep the course. And you do whatever you can to achieve on the goals that you want to achieve on, which mm. really helped. And I did. And and I never let anything get to me. It doesn't mean that I don't get upset. You know, uh, I you know I, I remember going home as a child crying about certain things in, in those situations. Wow. But you kind of bounce back. And you absolutely, in life, have to learn how to bounce back. You know, life is, is not a walk in a park. And yeah. that was, um, and I, that was really... Kind of that was um, uh, I, I really uh, I'm so glad that, that I had a teacher like that. Wow, what was his name? You know that I don't remember. I think my mother remembers. I do not remember his name. Okay. I remember what he looks like, but I yeah, cannot see. remember his name. Wow, and does does he know what you're doing now and what, what you know what you've uh, done? No, in, he in doesn't, and unfortunately, he passed away. So oh, yeah. wow. Okay, well, um, this next question might feel. Um, somewhat bittersweet is if you could bring back that teacher and four others to a meal, five teachers in your life to a meal and wave a magic wand and they're there in your home, uh, who would they be? I'm, I'm assuming he's one of them. Uh, he's definitely one of them. He would be one. He would definitely be one of the five. Uh, there was a, there was a teacher in, uh, there were several uh, teachers kind of down the road. One was um, when I uh, when I just got to United States uh, with my parents and tra transferred to school here was uh, sort of you know some ability to speak English something you know, I was I was I studied English in, in, in school in Ukraine but uh, not by no means fluent but I was really good in math um, especially compared to um, well, now we have lots of programs lots of accelerators right. but right, back right. in the day. If you came here from Soviet Union, your math education was by far superior to what our school level was for that. Like I was in yeah. seventh grade, I think, or something like that. Got so um, 
and then down to high school. So I could yeah. basically, in seventh and eighth grade, I could solve high school problems wow. easily. Uh, wow. So he he was really good about uh, challenging me. So mm. instead of sort of letting me be, oh, you know, okay, well, here is my kind of star student. Okay, that's great. He -hmm. would intentionally create problems for me that were much more challenging. And so he kept, you know, so he kept me, he kept me on my toes so that I could Mm -hmm. continue um, to, to learn and, and be challenged and be interested in, in, in math because easily I could have sort of just gone, you know, who cares, right? Um, And then, and then, and then you can fall behind and then you would fall behind. I mean, the problem was that is that would, would, um, would get you to fall behind. Uh, it, ultimately, you could, you could fall behind, is what I'm saying, mm-hmm. right? Because if you get relaxed, at some point you wake up and you go, oh, well, okay, oh, okay, they, they've just gotten ahead of me and I've, been, I've, some, I've gotten so used to mm-hmm. not being challenged that I forgot what it's like. Right, right, right. right. Wow. Um, the other teacher was, uh, was a biology teacher in that same school. Um, mm. and, and her name, I remember, Marcia is her name. And I went to um, a, a Jewish Orthodox school for... Oh, like wow. the first couple, the first couple of years of, of being in in, uh, in 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 San Francisco, wow. and uh, coming back from Soviet Union, you didn't like learn about a lot of things uh, mm-hmm. in biology and physiology mm. and all the things that like in Soviet Union might have been taboo, and mm. um, uh, and even and, and even kind of growing up in a family that that's that was just a family of immigrants, uh, you she found a way to uh, kind of open things up uh, for the class. Mm. It wasn't just for me in a way that she talked about life and people. Uh, uh, you know, she even did sex education. I think she would lock the door because I think we, she wasn't allowed to do that. Um, oh, uh, but but, um, but it, was a, it was a person that could be a friend. Um, mm-hmm. in, uh, for kids, uh, there are several kids like, like myself uh, mm-hmm. that were sort of like thrown into a new environment uh, and didn't understand the culture, uh, right. came from a much more aged culture where there were a lot mm-hmm. of things that were taboo that you couldn't talk about, certainly couldn't yeah. talk about with adults. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah. it was, it just, it just kind of opened, uh, opened up, uh, wow. opened me up in, in many ways. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and kind of got me to like, walk into like the next school I went to, which was a public school, Lowell High School, or yeah, no, like, had I not, like, had I not <laughs> had a teacher like that, I would have been like, definitely yeah. an outlier to begin with. I would have been a yeah. lot more of an outlier, probably been an outcast uh, oh than an outlier. Um, <laughs> and, um, wow. and then, uh, and there are a number of teachers in that school who um, I could just go kind of one by one. Uh, there was a teacher who, uh, was my English teacher, and I mm-hmm. ended up being in a car accident one year of high school. So I mm-hmm. was kind of not, I was not in school almost the entire year. Wow. Wow. Uh, she kept up with me by coming to my house. Oh, unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and because I needed, you know, because English wasn't my first language. Right. So without having a conversation in English, it was, you know, it was not the same thing. So we wow. didn't have, you know, video reading central or otherwise at the time. Yeah. So she yeah. would come to my house to make sure that by spending that year at home, that I would continue to improve my English skills um, and 
verbal skills, which was the challenge. It wasn't so much reading yeah. and writing. It was the verbal skills, the fear right. of speaking in a foreign language, which, mm. um, which you know, for a teenager, it's it's very really acute. Weird. Um, yeah, big time. Right, wow. and uh, I'll wow. close on on the final teacher who was the teacher in, uh, and I had a number of teachers like that in that school who were just wow. such a support system that's just amazing. I mean, I think I just got super lucky um, yeah. in that way. Uh, and I would call out on the on the final teacher who was my college teacher who um, mm -hmm. taught one of my senior classes in computer science, mm. and who said to me. After, after a semester, we became friends, and he said, "You have to aim high, you know." Mm. And 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 um, I to, I did special project with him, with his class, which was really really difficult, which was really, mm -hmm. really uh, just to even get through the project. Mm -hmm. And and he said, "You know, you got to trust yourself, you know, more, and you got to aim high." And mm. and um, uh, kind of I left. Uh, I think we're still uh, okay. Yeah, we're still on. Yeah, and so. Considering this was my final uh, semester in college, I think, and my and right before I went interviewing for jobs, mm -hmm. um, that you know sometimes kind of at that finish line, when somebody says you know you can jump higher, um, mm -hmm. is uh, that 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 uh, confidence that sort of he he kind of taught me to be to, to, wow. he gave me that confidence, he increased yeah. my confidence level. I guess is what I'm yeah saying. yeah. That's awesome. Do they do the do these teachers, more the more recent ones, do they know what you're doing in life now? You know, it's a shame. Uh, uh, Marsha does. Uh, uh, Rebecca does. Uh, uh, wow. The math teacher I lost touch was, and and mm -hmm. actually, now that I'm talking about my computer science professor, I, I should look him up. You should. I think I think your story is so amazing. Um, you know, just you know the the obstacles you faced uh, and overcame every step of the way uh you know when people hear your story and see what you've accomplished and what you're doing in an industry dominated by men i mean the inspiration you have for you know all young people but young young women i think about my daughter who's who's navigating that right now and wondering uh you know what kind of what kind of math student she is to see that inspiration in front of her i mean it's it's, it's phenomenal it's really phenomenal um thank you uh, thank you for sharing that, and especially in light of what's happening in the world right now, it's it weighs heavy on my heart to hear that story. So, thank you again. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. what's happening in the world right now is just uh, it's beyond sad. You know, it's it's, it's, it's happening in this. It's the city that I grew up in is surrounded. Yeah. Um, you know, people are. I would never have thought that this could happen in modern times. I heard, you know, my, my, my grandparents, my parents uh, were like, were almost like, you know, toddlers a little bit more yeah. than that. When the war started, when World War mm -hmm. II started, I could never think that uh, anybody would ever have to be evacuated uh, from, um, yeah. from modern's world uh, that lived through World War II. I mean, that Europe lived through that. Can you, can you imagine, right? It's like, it's, 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 it's unspeakable. Um, yeah, and, so it's, and, um, it, it really is very sad. I just and 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 I just um, uh, I hope there's a resolution without more lives lost. Agreed, agreed, agreed. Well, I know that uh, right now there are students fighting to be students um, in that part of the world, 
And uh, I was just on a call the other day with a parent. I have Ukrainian students here and, and intersect with uh, students in different schools that are in the United States and and just and just hearing about the challenges they're facing. And it's the same sentiment, the discrimination and uh, that you faced and uh, you know, being from a Jewish family um, in the former Soviet Union. And even now, uh, the discrimination and the hate and the violence that students are facing. Um, and so with that, I wanna, I wanna send this you know, prayer of peace and, and hope that uh, soon they find a semblance of normalcy and we can return to our humanity. Absolutely, yes. Um, pray, praying for that. Just, yeah. um, I wake up every morning hoping that uh, there's a, the, the fighting is, 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 is ended, has ended. Yeah. Kira, thank you for your spirit, your story, and your time. I appreciate you, appreciate the impact you've had. And I know this, this story will impact so many. As we say at the whole student, Class dismissed. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the whole student podcast has been brought to you by Duncast. Produced by J.D. Scroggin, the director of marketing and communication at the Dunn School and co-produced by Brandon Scott of Comfort Food. Thank you for joining us.